Hello, you are listening to the Secular Buddhism Podcast. This is episode number 24. I am your host, Noah Roshetta, and today I'm talking about how the journey is the goal. Welcome back to the Secular Buddhism Podcast. This is a weekly podcast that focuses on Buddhist concepts, topics, and teachings presented for a secular-minded audience. The Dalai Lama has said, do not try to use what you learn from Buddhism to be a Buddhist. Use it to be a better whatever you already are. So please keep that in mind as you listen to this episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with others, write a review, or give it a rating in iTunes. And if you're in a position to be able to help, I would greatly appreciate you making a one-time donation or becoming a monthly contributor to the podcast, and you can do that by visiting secularbuddhism.com. Now let's jump into this week's topic. I want you to imagine for a minute your favorite uh, destination, maybe somewhere that you've wanted to visit but you haven't visited yet. So maybe it's Europe or Asia or some exotic location. Picture it in your mind. And imagine you finally get to go there, and you land at the airport, and the first thing you need to do is jump on a train to get to uh, wherever it is that you're going, maybe the hotel or something. And imagine that you're sitting on the train, and the train gets going, and you're looking down at the map, or uh, looking up at the map. Some trains have them posted there on the side of the wall. And you're paying attention to the various stops along the way. And you're focused on the stop where you need to get off, so... As you pay attention to each of these stops, with every stop you look, you look out and see uh, what's there at the stop. Maybe it's snacks or uh, souvenirs or different vendors at, at different stops. And if you've ever been on a train, um, sometimes they come up to the windows and try to sell you stuff. Um, at least where I grew up in Mexico, that that was common on the train. Um, but anyway, the point of this exercise is to imagine that you've been focused on each of these stops and you finally arrive at your destination and it occurs to you that you hadn't paid attention throughout the journey and to look out the window and simply enjoy the view. Imagine how sad it would be at that point to realize that you missed the journey because you were so focused on the various destinations and stops along the way. And that's kind of what we end up doing in life. Uh, Life is a journey and it just goes and goes and goes, and we we divide it into milestones. You know, when I graduate from school, that's a milestone. When I get married, uh, when I uh, land the job that I've wanted, when I start my own business, um, when I have kids, when I finally get divorced, you know, whatever these uh, stops are that we create, these milestones on the journey of life, Oftentimes, by the time you reach the end, what you'll find is that you've missed enjoying the journey as it as it unfolded because we get so focused on the stops that we don't we we don't pay attention and 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 simply enjoy the view all along the way and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about in this week's podcast episode. The idea that the journey is the goal in previous podcasts I've talked about how our tendency is to take a very utilitarian approach to things in life. You know, I go to school because I'm trying to get a degree. I'm trying to get a degree because I want to have a better job. I want to have a better job because a job pays better money. If I have more money, I get to, um, you know, go on vacation and have better memories. And this 
process becomes a cycle and it goes on and on and on. And the problem with it is that we end up replacing the journey uh, with with the goal. Let's just start at the first one. Imagine the idea of school. Um, imagine if the goal was to simply learn. If if my goal was to to obtain knowledge and to learn something, I would go to school, and that was the original intent of it. And I go to school because I want to learn. Um, the The degree that you get at the end. What if that was treated as well? That's just hap- that just happens to be what I get at the end. And some people do this, but I would say the vast majority of people, our tendency is to get caught up in the stations, in of the of the train journey. We get caught up the, you know, the expression that the the means justify the ends, or the ends justify the means. This is that concept. What if what if the goal was to obtain knowledge versus the goal is to get a degree? Uh, because you can get a degree and and maybe not really have learned anything in the process, because then you're set up in a system where you think, what what is if if the goal is the degree, what does it take to get the degree? Then all all of the means can justify the ends, whether that be I'm going to cheat on my test or I'm going to do the bare minimum that I can do and just get C's. You can do all that. And that's justified because the goal was the degree. the The goal was not to obtain knowledge. Whereas, if the goal was to obtain knowledge, you're going to pay attention in your classes. You're going to take better notes. You're going to try to read and study things, because the goal was knowledge, and the result happens to be the degree. Can you see the difference, though? Um, and that's just taking one concept: going to school with the goal of gaining knowledge. Well, imagine if we applied that to all of the areas in life and we do things uh to do them rather than so this is where it gets tricky because if if you were to take a certain part of your life look at it and try to understand do I do this for the sake of doing it or is there an end an end goal that becomes the the reward so to speak um because what you'll find is if you're if you get caught up in the idea of always looking for that next station or looking for that next something, we're really no different than the hamster that's stuck in a hamster wheel and it's running. And you're you're in a hamster wheel and you're running. And it's not that that's a bad thing. You can stay on the hamster wheel for as long as you want. And and my goal isn't to to tell you, hey, you need to get off the hamster wheel. No, you're free to stay on the hamster wheel. My goal isn't to change. I'm not trying to teach you or or change you or do anything like that. I'm simply trying to bring a new perspective into the way that uh, we experience the journey of life. And this is the perspective that Buddhist um, philosophical concepts bring to the table. It's saying, hey, you're running and it's hot and you're sweating and you're miserable. You can keep doing that if you want. There's no reason not to, uh, or you can say, or you can realize, Hey, you're never going to get what you're after. So calm down. And, and, and that's tricky because some people will hear that and they're like, what do you mean? I'll never get what I'm after. Of course I am. I'm going to keep working hard. You watch me. And they go and they finally land the job they wanted. And I see, I got it. Well, yeah, you got what you thought you wanted, but are you done? Are you content? No. Cause now I need to become I need to get my promotion or I need to 
it, there's always something that we're seeking. That's the, the concept of the hamster wheel. You're always seeking something, just like on the train. You're always waiting for that next stop. And you think, when I finally get to that stop, then I'm going to be happy. Or then I'm going to whatever. And you get there, and maybe you, f- you experience that contentment. Maybe it lasts a little bit. And then guess what? You're waiting for the next stop. There's something else. And, and all of us have experienced this. We all experience it. Just imagine your own life and, and ask yourself, what are those stops? I'm on, I'm on the train ride. What are the stops that I'm looking forward to that are coming up? We all have stops coming up that we're looking forward to, whether we get there or not. Uh, but we have those stops. So imagine what some of yours are. And then ask yourself, how much more different would this journey be, would this experience be, if I was doing things just for the sake of doing them? If I understood that the journey is the goal, not the destination, the destination isn't the goal, the journey is the goal. Like I mentioned before, you know, if the goal was to obtain knowledge, then the experience of going to school would be very different than if the goal is to obtain the degree. And we, in our society, we've kind of been conditioned to have end goals that we aspire to. And I think a really common one, at least in our society, is the idea of, of reward. Or maybe it's reward in the afterlife, um, but the idea that if I do good now, I may be rewarded for it in the future. Now, compare that to what I talked about with going to school to obtain knowledge versus going to school to obtain a degree. If you believe in a reward or punishment in the afterlife, um, if you believe in afterlife, imagine, well, what if, what if the purpose of being alive, my goal is to be kind for the sake of being kind without any attachment to... Um, aspiring for a reward, or out of fear for punishment. Imagine the difference in those two scenarios, doing something just to do it versus doing something for whatever we think the goal is at the end of it all. It's a very different thing, just like going to school for knowledge versus going to school for a degree. Now, I kind of the reason I came up with this topic this week, it's been about 15 days since the last podcast episode, and in the middle of this, um, uh, of these last 15 days, I, I had to move my office and my warehouse to a new location. I've had a lot going on that's kept me busy and I've had three or four ideas for a podcast episode, but I just barely found myself for the first time since I started the podcast, trying to plan it, thinking this is what I have to talk about. This is what I expect to happen when I talk about it. And this is what I hope people get out of it. And I realized oh no, that's not the mindful approach. It took me several days to realize this, that I was on my own hamster wheel, uh, trying to um, trying to find what the milestone was that I'm trying to get at. And I realized that there is no milestone. You know, The whole reason I started this podcast is because I enjoyed talking about these topics. It's not because I'm trying to change people. I'm not trying to convert anyone to... Um, uh, the Buddhist philosophical way of life. I'm not, there is no end goal. I'm sharing this in the same way that you would hear a bird that happens to be singing. There's no goal. The bird isn't trying to entertain anyone. 
It just does what it does. And if you happen to enjoy it, good. And and that's the approach I want to take with this podcast. Um, rather than trying to plan it and have expectations of what I'm thinking will come of it, I want to share the wisdom that I've learned through studying Buddhism because I honestly enjoy talking about it. And if you happen to enjoy it and get something out of it, that's great. But I hope it never comes across that I'm trying to convince anyone of anything because I'm not. Um, like the quote that I mention in every podcast, you know, there's no, you don't try to use what you learn from Buddhism to be a Buddhist, use it to be a better whatever you already are, because everyone's already something. Um, so that's just a quick side note. And and so throughout the week, I've been thinking, I'm caught up in this myself, trying to make something of this, when the reality is I want to share what I enjoy talking about. And that's uh, Buddhist concepts. I, I'm fascinated by uh, Eastern philosophy and Buddhism specifically. So I wanted to kind of share that with you. Um, so taking this concept of, of understanding that the journey is the goal, um, imagine the idea of love. When you love someone, you love naturally. We we're, We don't love because we're compelled to love. If you love your parents or your siblings or your children, you love them because you love them. And if you don't love them because you're supposed to love them, you don't love them because you're being commanded or compelled to love them. It just happens naturally. So this is a perfect example of, of something that's done just for the sake of it being done. And I've thought about this a lot. And I, I've wondered, what would it be like to feel compelled to love someone? You're commanded to love someone. Okay, well, but I would never be able to get at an authentic or genuine love in that relationship because it would always feel like, well, am I loving because I'm supposed to love or because I'm compelled to love or because it just happened naturally? You would never know. And that's why love is is, is one of those things that cannot be compelled. In several Buddhist traditions and Zen and Zen specifically, there are stories of, you know, encountering someone and realizing, oh, they're enlightened. And it's like, well, how did how did you know they were enlightened? Because whatever they were doing, they were just doing it. When they were sitting, they were sitting. When they were walking, they were walking. When they were doing the dishes, they were doing the dishes. And it can be baffling because you're like, well, okay, well, everyone does that. But the thing is, we don't. We don't do things just to do them. You know, when I had this problem for a long time, time I really despised washing dishes. And when I would do the dishes, the goal is to get done as quickly as possible because you want you don't want to do the dishes. And And I think this is applicable in many areas of life. We do things with the utilitarian mindset. You know, I'm doing the dishes so that they're clean so I can eat more cereal, another bowl of cereal. Or I go to work because I'm trying to make more money or whatever it is. What would it be like to do it just because that's what you're doing? So I've practiced this and I've developed a um, a habit of doing the dishes just to do, do the dishes. And rather than rushing through it to hurry and be done, uh, not that I'm slowing down either, I'm just doing the dishes. And while I'm doing them, I try to focus on the simple act of doing the dishes. Um, and, and I practice this with, with people too. If you're talking to someone, talk to someone. Don't talk to someone and be thinking, oh, I just heard my phone vibrate. I must have a Facebook notification or a text or whatever it is, because that's really common. I'm sure you've experienced this. 
um, especially in our day and age, trying to communicate with someone who isn't just communicating, they're multitasking. And it can be very frustrating. And yet our tendency is to do this with a lot of things. You know, when we drive, we're there's a utilitarian purpose. I, I'm in my car, but really I'm trying to get home. What if I drove just to drive? I mean, I have to I have to drive to get home. There's no way around that. But what if while I'm driving, I enjoyed driving just for the sake of driving? Sure, there's an end goal, but what if I could learn to enjoy the journey? And when the red light shows up and I stop, rather than thinking, oh, this is slowing me down, this is a bad thing, you know, just pause and look around and, and think, what can I notice here that I've never noticed here before? It's a really fun exercise to do. And, and because I have a new path, I told you I have a new warehouse, my new path home, um, it's been easy the last couple of weeks to focus on this. And at each red light, I'll pause and look around and say, what what have I never noticed here? And I'll see this little store on that corner. I'm like, oh, I never saw that store. Um, or I'll see... I'm looking for new things, things that um, that I may not have been aware of before. It's, it, and I think it's a it's a way to practice pausing. It's a way to try to practice um, getting away from the mindset of of whatever the end goal is that I'm trying to reach. What if I try to enjoy just the process? Uh, it's practicing the journey as the goal. Um, so I would invite you to practice that this week, um, whatever it is that you're doing. If you're sitting, if you're walking, if you're talking, if you're doing the dishes, walking the dog, driving your car, whatever it is, try to catch yourself and, and, and recognize the difference of that experience when you're doing it for the sake of doing it versus you're doing it to, to reach the goal, whatever your goal is. Um, try, to, try to focus on that this week and see if you notice a difference. Um, the crazy thing with a hamster wheel, I, I call this the hamster wheel of materialism, is that we're always after something, right? You know, I'm working hard to get a raise. I'm trying to get a raise so that I can buy a boat. I'm trying to get the boat so I can, uh, whatever, this, this, it's a cycle and it goes on and on and on. And if you can jump off of the wheel of materialism, typically the mistake is that we jump onto the wheel of spirituality, thinking, okay, now that I'm not caught up in that materialism stuff, I'm going to be very spiritual. <laughs> and now you're on the hamster wheel of spirituality. You know, when I can finally learn to meditate, then I'll be happy. If I can finally, and, and, this, and then this goes on and on, and now you're on another hamster wheel. And I would say the hamster wheel of spirituality is more dangerous than the hamster wheel of materialism. Um, so don't make that mistake. The, the spiritual journey, like any other journey, is also to be enjoyed with the journey itself as the goal. Um, when you sit to meditate, uh, if you practice meditation, do it without an end goal. Instead of sitting and thinking, my goal to meditate is so that I can finally be peaceful. You know, what if the goal of meditation is to sit and simply observe? This, I'm sitting here and I'm observing my thoughts. There is no goal. That's actually the objective of mindfulness meditation is to learn to observe. We're really bad at observing we tend to want to be analyzing and making meaning of things. So we practice sitting and observing, and there is no end goal. There's no, okay, if I do this right, this will happen. There's none of that. What you're doing is you're sitting there and you're watching, just like you would uh, sit on the porch of, the, of your 
house at the front door and watch cars go by, there's no goal. You don't sit there and think I'm going to, I'm going to sit here and watch until, uh, this or that happens because you never know what's going to happen. You sit there and watch with non-judgment. And if you ever try this with your thoughts, it's an incredible experience to sit and watch and observe the thoughts in a non-judgmental, neutral way. Um, and in this process, you're going to get it. You're going to get the greatest thing you'll ever get is that there's nothing to get. And that happens by observing. And, and when you actually get that, that there's nothing to get, that's awakening. That's enlightenment, in my opinion. That's the concept of of, of letting go because you're letting go what is it you're letting go of? Of thinking that you there was something to reach. There's nothing to reach. And and if you think that there's something to reach, you're on the hamster wheel. And the moment you step off and understand there's nothing to get, now you just start to enjoy the journey. The journey becomes the goal. And and it's the most beautiful experience because then every part of it is enjoyable because it's part of the journey. There is no goal. And there's a Tibetan saying that says, if we know how to be content, it's like holding a treasure in the palm of our hands. And this is ultimately what I'm alluding to in this topic of understanding that the journey is the goal. There's a significant amount of um, of contentment that can be experienced when we let go of whatever our goal, uh, our destination is, the stops uh, on the train of the journey of life. And I'm not saying don't have goals, don't have aspirations, don't try to get a career, don't want to get a, you know, you don't want to raise. I'm not saying that. I think it's perfectly acceptable and natural and normal to have goals. In fact, if you don't have goals, it's very difficult to to progress in a career or to progress, um, you know, with with other things. All I'm saying is there, there's a a quote that I think uh, does a good job of explaining this. It says detachment is not that you should own nothing, but that nothing should own you. And taking that and applying it to this, I'm not saying detachment in the sense of the you know the journey is the goal. I'm not saying detach from the aspirations of these milestones that are coming up. It's that don't let those own you. Don't let those be, don't be blinded from what's happening in the present moment because you're continually looking forward to what's happening in a future moment. That's what I'm trying to get to get at in this topic. And as I mentioned before, there's really no goal with it. Um, it's just a thought experiment. Give this a try this week and try to do things for the sake of, of doing them. Try to focus and understand that the journey is the goal and, and see how that goes for you. Uh, let me, I'd love to hear what you think about that and and what that feels like to really practice that. And a, and a good time to do that is when you're driving. We're always driving for a purpose, to get somewhere or to get away from somewhere. There's, driving is a very utilitarian experience. But what if we learn to drive while we're driving, we learn to just experience the journey? I mean, that's a literal journey. What if you could actually focus on the journey being the goal while you're driving and and take in everything that's happening around you and don't feel rushed to get to wherever you're trying to get. Just enjoy the drive. So this week, try to enjoy enjoy the drive. Let me know how that goes. Um, and as a quick reminder, we have uh, a study group on uh, Facebook. If you go to Facebook, you can find 
uh, group called Secular Buddhism. There's the Secular Buddhism Facebook page that has about uh, 30,000 fans on there. That's how you'll know that's that's the page. But then there's a group and it has about 500 members and we do we, we post topics and and that's a good place for you to come on there and comment about what you're listening or trying uh, experimenting with on the on the podcast. So go on there and find the Secular Buddhism Facebook group if you want to be a part of that. Um, and as a quick reminder, um, I am hosting a mindfulness humanitarian aid trip to Uganda January 26th through February 4th next year. We have a few open spots for that still. You can get more information about that trip by visiting mindfulhumanitarian.org. And then there are the one-day uh, developing mindfulness workshops. And the purpose of these workshops is to give an introduction to secular Buddhism and um, learn to develop mindfulness as a daily practice. And I'm doing one in Salt Lake City on August 20th. That's coming up. Uh, one in Seattle on September 3rd and one in London in the UK on Sunday, September 18th. You can find information on, on all of this on secularbuddhism.com you go under events. Um, so that's all I have for this week. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I've received a lot of emails uh, from people who listen to the podcast thanking me for the topics that I talk about. And I, I do this because I enjoy it. And, you know, I've asked for uh, support from anyone who's in a position to be able to make a donation or become a reoccurring um, uh, donor to the podcast. And that is what allows me to do this more. You know, if I had the support to be able to do that, um, to do this full time, I would, I just don't. Um, and I believe that the, the key to making society or the world a better place is just by making ourselves better people. You know, I'm not out to try to change the world. I'm out to try to change myself and, I'm the only person who can change me. Nobody, nobody can change you. You're the only one who can change you. Um, and that's why I do this podcast. These are topics that I enjoy talking about, and I'm determined to continue producing content and creating tools that will help, uh, help us to be more mindful. You know, because mindful individuals typically uh, create mindful families, and mindful families uh, make up for mindful societies. So the irony is that by focusing on changing just me, I'm contributing uh, to changing the world. But my goal isn't to change the world because the journey is the goal, and I just want to enjoy the journey. Um, but your generous generous donations allow me to continue producing weekly content for this podcast, along with the content for the workshops and retreats and seminars. Um and I do plan on eventually making this uh, a course that's available online. Um, so if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. You can go to secularbuddhism.com, and that's an easy way to contact me. Find me on Facebook. Um, I've become Facebook friends with a lot of you uh, who listen to the podcast. And I I really enjoy this, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out where all this goes and 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 where we take this from here so I appreciate your support and your feedback and your friendship, and thank you. Uh, thank you very much, and I look forward to recording another one next week. So until next time. Mm -hmm.